Coming up on the pod, we have Canvas Keenan and the resident medical expert back in studios. We discuss football and the movie, well, current events as well, and the movie, Green Street Hooligans. If you want a movie review, look no further than these dudes. You got real buzz route on the mic, you got Cannabis Keenan, he's alright. Caitlin is giving out, she can give, and Calvin doesn't even know where he is. This is real buzz takes with the real buzz crew. Welcome to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzz Crew. I'm Real Buzz Rob. Fucking can't. And to my left, we have our <laughs> resident medical expert and mom of the pod, Caitlin. Say hello, Caitlin Woodson. Fuck sticks. I, I hope, I wish you just would have kept going. Fucking cunt. The same thing for all three of us. <laughs> no, I actually went out of my way to not call Caitlin a fucking cunt because it, it doesn't oh, not mean. not saying that I think she, yeah, Caitlin. It, it doesn't mean I, the same. I, I actually have no problem with the C word. Yeah, see. So. Fucking cunt. Perfect, yeah. <laughs> and to my adjacent, we have Keenan, a.k.a. Keenan the Cannibal, a.k.a. Cannabis Keenan, a.k.a. Keenan the Barbarian, Keenan Robertson. Big dog's cock. <laughs> Where did you find those from? I had to scour the internet to find these, and it was totally <laughs> worth the time spent. Um, what did it say, big dog's cock? It said, big dog's cock. Okay. Re- real quick, I see you went with the wrong football. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, I know, because I, I, hate, I hate soccer. I think it's stupid. Yeah, let You're me say, stupid. We'll get into it. Like I love everything surrounding soccer that this movie kind of portrays. I love the camaraderie. I love the songs. I love the drinking. I, lo- I love everything except the stupid fucking sport. What's wrong with the sport? We'll get into it. Uh, we'll just we'll, we'll wait till we actually re- are uh, talking about the film. But before we do that, we have to start with the real buzz current affairs. Got to find that drop. <laughs> So the first thing I noticed, and I don't really care about this, but for once we were kind of light on big stories. There's only like one really big story. So thank God, <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan Markle uh, have officially left the royal family. The Queen has taken back their honorary military appointments and royal patronages, whatever the fuck that means. And uh, I think this is not interesting at all. And I don't know why Americans are so obsessed with the royal family or why we care anything about what's happening with them i don't get it i mean it. we fought a whole war to get away from them no i know <laughs> like did everybody forget or it's um just, it, it's just like they don't really even hold any power they just they just represent the united kingdom that's it yeah uh i think the more ironic part is i was reading it and it says that they will retain their titles they just aren't going to use them so there's still the duke and duchess of uh, whatever ham of ginger and America. Yeah. Um, and then the other thought I had was, I'm pretty sure she had to give up her U.S. citizenship, like she's an expat, to have married into the British royal family. But now they both live here, so are they illegal immigrants? Fucking illegal aliens, man! Build the wall. <laughs> Uh, yeah. How the fuck old is Queen Elizabeth? By the way, is that bitch ever gonna die? Well, her husband Jesus. is almost a hundred. Uh, oh, yeah, actually, I looked it up. She's 94. Yeah, but Jesus he's, Christ. She's 99. I've been watching the, what's that show on Netflix? The, uh, Crown. the Crown. That's actually wildly entertaining. It's pretty interesting. But I still, like, this This lady is 94 years old. Like, what? She's been a heavy like, a heavy drinker her whole life. Well, and that's the other thing is, well, A of all, it's just the key to staying healthy. A little whiskey. Mm. All right. Um, B of all, 
I don't understand what the big deal is between Harry and Meghan leaving anyways. It's not like they're next in line for the throne. It's not like someone abdicated and we should care. Mm, I think it's important to like the elders, like Prince Charles and the Queen. I think it's a bad look. I don't think they like it. Wasn't bad her look husband. how? It's not like they are uh, disgraced and being kicked out of the family. They just don't want to be in it. What were you saying, Keenan? Wasn't her husband hospitalized this week? He was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, so maybe he's going to be the first to go. I don't know. At 99? I hope he's doing well, Prince, William, or Charles, whichever one you Dude, are. Those, those old, That's the one. <laughs> those old royal Brits are like fucking cockroaches, man. They, they will not and they die. they look terrifying. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They look like that scene from SpongeBob with the mummified worm person. Yeah, and I don't want to be a dick, but the queen looks like a mean old broad. I mean, to be if you're 94 and you've run a country for a good chunk of that, you can be a bitch. I don't even care. Actually, she remembers Churchill. Dude, I know. You know, uh, Lithgow is great as Churchill in the series. Is he fantastic? Yeah, he's a great, great Churchill, almost better than Gary Oldman. Yeah, that movie was incredibly boring. I know. <laughs> I saw that in theaters. <laughs> what was it? Uh, fuck. Something. Um, the Dark Times yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Oldman kept me into it. I just the it, great performance. Great don't performance. get me wrong, but just incredibly boring. They're po- they're <laughs> political. The, the way they do politics is weird. Like the president can be president and then not be president. Prime minister. It's it's, it's weird. Uh, but I have, I have a theory. I think Meghan Markle and Harry saw what happened to Harry's mom. She's like, I'm getting the fuck out of this family, dude. That's Princess Lady Die. Lady Die. Yeah, I, I know. So my theory is. She died. I know. They, too soon? They killed her. Yeah. Well, not too soon. I, I, have, I have the beanie baby. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so I think, like, Meghan Markle didn't want to get Meghan Merkled, if is it, you It's will. a beanie baby of Princess Diana? No, it's just the one it's they dedicated bear, to her. It's a purple bear with a flower over yeah. its heart. Okay, I was. I think I'm funny if it was just a Princess Diana beanie baby. That'd be really creepy. <laughs> like a little plush person one. Yeah, yeah, except knowing Rob, we wouldn't want to see it. Oh. Are you insinuating that I masturbate with it? If with it beanie babies? looked like Princess Di, probably. Princess Di is hot. I'm going to titty fuck that beanie baby. <laughs> I've never heard that <laughs> phrase used ever, and I'm glad someone did use it. Yeah. Well, we're setting trends around here. You just said I, I titty-fucked a Beanie Baby? No, I said I would. Oh, yeah, sure, of yeah. course. No, I don't I don't think there's any Beanie Babies out there now that you could titty-fuck because— oh, I still have all mine. They don't have titties. At my mom's think, house. You know? Why do you have all your Beanie Babies? I just didn't get rid of them. I don't know. My mom's like, should I get rid of these? I'm like, I don't know. They were you supposed to be valuable one day. Yeah, I think I missed the boat on the peak value of those things. <laughs> those and Furbies. Everyone was trying to cash Dude, in on those. I love Furbies. Yeah, creepy little fucking Furbies. <laughs> yeah. I loved it when they wake up in the middle of the night and they're like, ah! <laughs> just like, what the fuck? I never got a Furby. I got like the knockoff Yerby or whatever the fuck that you <laughs> bought at Walgreens. It's just fucking terrible. There was a, I watched a TikTok the other day of uh, Google like demon Furbies. Ooh. And it's just like these monstrosities people have made out of Furbies. They're very funny. Look it up. Uh, uh, I probably will look that yeah. up. No, the Furbies, you can say, are objectively creepy, for sure. Like, looking back, it was, it was pretty much the evolution. Like, it, it evolved Tamagotchi. Like, yeah. you, just, you had to push the, the button on its tongue to feed Kinda it. Kind of make it look like a gremlin. Yeah, exactly. It, it did look like a gremlin. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It might have started out as a mogwai. We don't know. A, mog- a mogwai? Mogwai. I don't know what that is. El Mogwai is a restaurant around here. I do like El Mogwais. Yeah. You mean El Magui? Yeah. El <laughs> Everyone pronounces it completely I differently. I don't know the actual pronunciation. I don't either. I don't either. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> I don't know if, if you guys have heard this. It's pretty, pretty, kind of went under the radar. Senator Ted Cruz, a.k.a. Cancun Cruz, a.k.a. Fled Cruz, a.k.a. Flying Ted, uh, took a little vacation this week. I saw some really funny memes about it. The best. Yeah. Really good. I liked the one I shared. 
Yeah, congrats, congratulations to the meme community. They did a fantastic job this week. They really stepped their game up. But so what actually happened? So basically, he left. Do you, so he went to Cancun or whatever, and then said it was because his daughter was going or some shit. Well, it's not his really the fact were bored. he went to Cancun. It's the fact that what's happening in Texas right now, which is the state he represents. Uh, right. Yeah. So he lives in. He he fled. He was he, much it's like all under snow right now. Much like a lot, many mm-hmm. of his constituents, his power and heat went out. So he went to Cancun. It's not a good look because it's literally his job to facilitate. Suffer with your people. Like you've yeah. got you've got representatives from other states like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez who have raised two million dollars for Texas and he went to fucking Cancun, so it's just it's just not a good look. Yeah, no. I just she is the classiest fucking lady. I tell you what, she gets shit on by Republicans all the time, threatened to be killed and what, what everything, and she's like, oh, I'm gonna raise some money for your state. You could literally it's fuel the state of Texas with the hate that is spewed about AOC. No joke. No joke. And I felt real bad because, like, you don't, of course, we're thinking about the people and, you know, no heat, no water. But then um, I was seeing some news stories about because they're because of the boil orders, um, people with farms, like, couldn't water their livestock. Yeah, I know. And I will I will say this huge issue, too. I can I can see why someone would find AOC annoying. Her voice is high pitched. She is a woman and women are fucking annoying. And, uh, and so I, I understand, like, I get why some people would find her annoying, but I think she's a well-intentioned person, and I think she is actually one of the few people in our government trying to do good things, much like Bernie Sanders. Yep. She is my god. I will worship her. She's great. She's- Let me say about the state of Texas. Please. I, I do feel kind you know, I kind of fucking hate the state of Texas, but I did feel bad for You her. always have. Yeah, always have. I, I, I've never wavered on that. Don't mess with Texas. I like I flipping say, like, those signs upside let's down. Let's mess with Texas. Yeah. You want us to see? Fucking go ahead. Be the Lone Star State. Uh, Let's invade you and then make you a fucking territory. You know right they're, they're, they want us to see so bad. They're asking for a lot of fucking government help right now. Right. So that's the thing. But and I do feel bad for them with the snow because they oh, yeah, they terrible. straight up don't have the infrastructure. They don't have the salt trucks. I get all of it's that. It's awful. But yeah. then I read an article and it just like the the people they were interviewing were just such fucking Texans. And I was like immediately I didn't feel bad. So there was this one person. This lady that like, was Texas talking about pompous. she moved there from Ohio so she could get away from the snow. And now I've lived in Texas and now the snow's back and we ran out of firewood. So my husband and my three children and I were cuddled around the fireplace as we burnt the last log. And my husband looked at me and he knew he had to take our canvas art off the wall Jesus so we could Christ. burn it to keep Jesus our Christ. kids safe. And I read that and I was just like, God damn it. Fuck you. Whatever. Like, I hate you so much. I hate much. you so much. I fuck with Texas because the state of Texas saved my life, so I fuck with Texas. Yeah, there you go. I've got a speeding ticket there from a racist cop. Yeah, I was in the car. Got two fake Racist IDs cop? There, You're white. He was oh, racist, right. though. You he remember? said some he, racist shit at the yeah, end. Yeah, he was talking shit on black people I just for, to us for I no for, reason. That's how. That's crazy. I forgot yes. about that. So we, were on, uh, we won't make it a long story, but we were driving down to Dallas to get fake IDs and then went further <laughs> to Houston and then went to um, Galveston. Galveston, Texas. So we had a long drive, drive through Houston. For a fake ID. And I, I had driven for probably eight of the 12 hours. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to fucking fall asleep. Someone's got to take over. Calvin's like, not me. Because he's a fucking asshole. Keen's like, I'll take over. I'm like, thanks, man. I appreciate that. And he happened to be speeding, uh, heading south. And a cop Nobody pulled... doesn't speed in Texas. Well, he got pulled over in my old Mercury Sable. And yeah, we've talked about it. How weird. fast could that Sable even go to be speeding? It I was going like 90. Yeah, he yes. <laughs> It was a good car. It was, yeah. It had a Kobe Bryant bumper sticker on the back, which we've talked about. It had so several. I didn't, I didn't see the blueberries and cherries for a while because yeah. Kobe was blocking them. 
Rest in power, King. Yeah, but then as I got pulled That's over, the cop why comes he said up. Racist shit. Well, no, at first he I, he was probably I don't know, but he noticed that it was just a group of <laughs> scared-looking white guys that were asleep. Uh, Calvin was asleep in the back, and of oh. course he was. So then he's like, you know, I could have pulled you. I could take you right now because you like were running. He thought I was running at first, and then we told him we were going to Galveston, and he was like, Why'd you want to go down there? All the shit goes down there. Yeah, I'm just talking about the water. Like, whoa. Oh, okay. I'm going to speed away before you elaborate, He drew a diagram about how shitty Galveston was and, like, all the shit from the Mississippi just flows down there. He's like, I don't know why you want to go there. The people suck, too. And it's like, He's basically like, why do you want to go hang out there? That's where the blacks are. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. Fuck. And Uh, that that was 10 years ago. This is your weekly reminder that black lives still matter. (laughs) Yep. But so back to uh, 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 T.C., a.k.a. Flood Cruz, Cancun Cruz. He happened to do this during a statewide emergency, as we've discussed, and most of his constituents didn't have power or heat, and he felt the need to go to Mexico. Talk about Playa del Bad Ideas, am I right? (laughs) That's funnier than you're giving me credit for. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. We'll let Romania be the the judge of that. That is that's comedic gold, Kevin. Does Romania still listen? Playa del Bad Ideas. It's Playa del Bad Ideas. A beach of bad ideas. Yeah, it's a beach of bad ideas. Okay. Uh, he then lied about only chaperoning his daughter to Mexico and coming right back. This lie was quickly debunked by photos of him at the airport carrying uh, a carry-on that was fucking stuffed to the brim. Like this, that you couldn't fit any more clothes in this bag. There's no way he was going just to drop his daughter off and fly right back. Yeah, no. Should be noted, he's the most hated man in government. Statistically, it's proven. Uh, Lindsey Graham. And that was before this. That was before this. Lindsey Graham is on record stating if Cruz was killed on the Senate floor and the killer was tried in the Senate, no one would convict him. <laughs> Ted Cruz, you mean the Zodiac Killer? Yeah. Lindsey Graham's just happy that he doesn't have the title, though. Yeah, well, he's getting there. But uh, Republican Congressman John uh, Boehner said of his colleague, quote, I have Democratic friends and I have Republican friends. I get along with almost everyone, but I've never worked with a more miserable son of a bitch in my life. <laughs> These are Republican congressmen senators. Yeah. Yeah, Ted Cruz fucking sucks. Well, his, if, if, if you're a dude and your whole thing is to throw your wife or your children under the bus for your mistakes... Not a good look. You're not going to have friends. Republican Congressman Peter King is on record saying that, quote, I hate Ted Cruz, and I'll think I'll take cyanide if he ever gets a presidential nomination. Jesus. Unquote. He later told CNN that he wouldn't actually kill himself. (laughs) The country just would. Yeah. So he basically. so Talk about Hunger Games. Am I right? So here's the the question. So why does he keep getting reelected? And I have the answer. And this is this is why a lot of Stupid Republicans. Texans? No, no, no. It's not even that. I mean, that's part of it, but it's one issue voters. So he is a big he's very much against abortion. He's a pro-lifer. And people will vote for him solely because of that and not give a shit what else he cares about. So here's my theory. That's a strong 35 percent of Republicans nationwide. Right. So this is why I don't think Republicans actually want to get rid of abortion, because they keep getting elected off of one issue voters so they just want to appear to get rid of abortion if they got rid of abortion people he wouldn't get reelected. so I, I i think it's fake i don't think republican people want to get rid of abortion they just want to appear to want to get rid of it so it's, it's probably accurate it's fucked up the, well yeah if they got rid of abortions how would they take care of all their mistresses and yeah and that's the thing about uh, that's the thing about fucking this is a valid question pro-lifers <laughs> pro-lifers give a shit about the baby until it's born then they're like get a job why are, you, why are you taking welfare? Like, it's fucking ridiculous. They care about the kid until it's born. They don't give a fuck about the kid. Well, yeah, because if they did, every Republican would be a foster parent. Yeah, it's, it is it is crazy to me. But, and again, I'm a libtard, lefty, soy boy fag, so 
that that's what I've been called in social media. By like two people. No, a lot the, more the than two. T- the same two people over. It's and over like the again. same seven people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ted Cruz is living, breathing. I've only proof. been in a fight with two of them. Yeah. Ted, he's basically living, breathing proof that we need term limits in Congress and the Senate. Because then we don't have career politicians who want to do all this bullshit and can get away with all this bullshit, like inciting an insurrection or going to Mexico when your fucking state is in a nation. It's in a, it has a, an emergency. Like it's we need we need term limits for senators and Congress people so we don't have career politicians. Look it off my soapbox. Uh, moving on. Also want to do campaign finance reform and eliminate super PACs. Congrats to NASA landing a new rover on Mars. That's pretty cool. Heck yeah. Um, I just really want it to like have a little battery in its robot body to bring the other rover back to life. What? Why? Because it was it it died and it was sad. It's not a person. It's not a living thing. It's saying happy birthday to itself every year. It's more human than Ted Cruz. Well, that's true. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the rover to find Matt Damon. That's what I'm excited for. Whenever that report comes, dude, that it's so gross. We're like, bringing him back. Can you imagine not brushing your teeth for two years? Ooh. Well, I mean, that's what British people do every day of their life. So, what are you talking that about? That is not. That's not accurate. Oh, governor! I haven't been to the dentist in ten years. What you mean my teeth don't look good? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's really cool. Congrats, NASA. I think they actually found some sort of uh, aquatic. Shit on Mars, like to, that can sustain life. I don't know. I I, I did not read much about it. It's something the about wor- they found fossils. The worst part is that this rover is going to collect all these dirt and soil and rock samples, and then we won't get them back for ten years. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, well, I at mean, least ten years. What are you going to do? It's that's a long time. Yeah, but it's better than not you know, getting them at all. That's true. But by then, there would already have been a manned mission up there. So. Yeah, we're going to be alive in ten years, you know. What? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I we might, can't guarantee that. Be. We cannot guarantee that. Look at the way the world is going. Uh, blob willing, we should all be alive in 10 years. I don't believe in God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the film that we are reviewing today, Green Street Hooligans. Release date was 9-9-2005. It, it felt like a 90s movie. I don't think so. I mean, just like the outfits and the... Oh, I thought it was very 2000s. Especially the way Charlie Hunnam was dressed. Mm, those white sneakers. They gave me every time. I thought they looked fantastic. I tell you what. I kind of want a pair of those white sneakers. I do, too. He you wears, like them, too? He wears yeah, them in Sons like of Anarchy, too, too ironically. God, he's like such pretty a much the same white sneakers. He's. I'm saying it on record right now. Charlie Hunnam is the British Clint Eastwood. I, I love him. I don't know if that's accurate <laughs> at all. I, I appreciated that uh, they did get a shirtless scene of him in here with him just in the uh, <sighs> towel or whatever. One. And it's just like, God damn, that dude is chiseled. Oh, yeah. Like, have I, you seen Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, I know. Well, that's what it reminded me of. I was like, I've oh, seen this exact oh. walk of him in Sons of Anarchy a thousand fucking times. Yeah, but I prefer Sons because you see his butt more. Kurt Sutter <laughs> is on record saying that this is that this movie is why he cast him as Jax. It's a great show. Yeah, it is a great show. It's a great mm-hmm. show. I've watched it. Did you watch the Mayans times. one at all? Uh, I've seen the first season, uh, and they've started putting them on Hulu, so I'll probably try to watch more. Okay, I, I haven't watched much of that one. But I knew it was a spinoff series. It's hard for me to get into spinoffs. I know. Um, like, I I hear Better Call Saul is good now, but I didn't like, like, the first season Dude, of it, it, and it's like, Kim, ah. It's infuriating. It took three and a half seasons to start getting good. That's what, and it's like, I don't want to watch three and a half like mediocre seasons. Don't do it. Just yeah. don't do it. It, now, it's, it is good now. The Mayan spinoff is cool because it's, like, it's, uh, it's run completely different. The main character is, like, undercover for the FBI. It's, it's okay. wild. Yeah. So yeah. G- give it a shot. I liked that. I mean, I loved Sons. Ironically, until it got really the first but. season is 
way horrendously more violent. Okay. It'd be way better if they had like Jay Hernandez or Michael Pena in it. That that would be good. I like Michael Pena a lot. Yeah, Jay Hernandez is good too. No, um, the guy who plays the main character is awesome. I I don't know who it is. Maybe he's good too. I've been thinking of rewatching Sons, so maybe this I've will, this it will be times. the many times the spark. Very Shakespearean. I believe it's also on oh, Hulu. Yeah. yeah, I think so because they got FX now. Or I have them on DVD. DVD. I have everything on DVD. D- DVD. 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 Uh, director is Lexi Alexander. Yeah, female director. Yeah, I, I was surprised. Is it the f- not first no. one. Can't be the first one we've done in seventy movies with a female director. Yeah, it can't be. No. It can't be. <laughs> oh, God no. I, I have no idea. It can't be. Uh, we've done female directors before. Yeah, I think so. Before this, this Couldn't was her first you. major feature. She'd done some shorts before this, but nothing major. Salute your shorts. <laughs> Great show. There you go. God damn, that brings you back to the nineties. <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh man. All right, off track. Uh, sorry, I fucking have ADD. After this, known for, uh, she directed Punisher Warzone, not the best Punisher film, and then lots of episodes of network TV, like Supergirl, Taken, SWAT, etc. Uh, cats. Cats? Cats. 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 I, I did say cats. Okay. He said, he said cats. I know, so it, I said cats. It, it's been a while since you've been on, like, in, in consecutive episodes. We, we do that. Cats. It's dumb. Well, you know, I'm not saying it's not. Elijah Romania Wood. likes it. Yeah, man. Romania has voiced their opinion, and they like the cats. I don't bit. think they have. They Maybe. like the cats. Yeah. Mind your wazi. I don't think they've said anything. <laughs> Mind your wazi. <laughs> Bornazia. Bornazia. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Mind your wazi. Uh, oh, Elijah Wood is Matt Buckner. Well, we're not going to have any Italian listeners. A little bitch. No, <laughs> Bornazia. Bornazia. Uh, yeah, Thank that's you. Uh, Romanian. Bro, yeah, we, we figured out how to say. What does it mean again? Mm. Hello. Hello in Romanian. Uh, and then Elijah was Matt Buckner and Charlie Hunnam as Pete Dunham. Honorable mention to Claire Forlani as Shannon Dunham. <laughs> Had a major crush on her growing up. She's so hot. Meet Joe Black. Oh, my God. Yeah, antitrust. Oh, She's yeah, dude. Too. Fantastic. Black. Elijah Wood. Before this, known for, you're going to hate me because I absolutely love this movie, Flipper. <laughs> I don't hate you for that. I love that movie. I I, so I probably awkward. saw it once as a kid, though, and never saw it again. Basically about him trying to get to a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert, but he has to work for his uncle for like two months. It's the best. <laughs> that sounds like it would probably be you. Yeah, and I agree. Yeah. Before this known for uh, Flipper, Deep Impact, The Faculty, uh, Lord of the Ring franchise, of course. Frodo. Only the first one at that point, right? No, all three. We're done before 2005? Yeah. Man. 2003 or four is when the, the last one finished. I'm just, sorry, I just Mr. Frodo. Mr. Frodo. Oh. Uh, stupid hobbitses. They're playing them uh, terrible at, at the moments. IMAX. Uh, they're playing the Lord of the Rings movies now. So we have the. That's kind of uh, cool. I've been thinking about doing it. We, yeah. have the, we have the director's cut 4K for the home theater, and we watched all three of them. Nice. The last movie is almost four hours long. Meh. It's ridiculous. It was well worth it. It's ridiculous. Well worth it. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and then after oh, this, yeah, he's a little bitch in that one too. He's a little bitch in, in everything, everything he's yeah, in. That's true. He is a little. He's like Tobey Maguire, but I hate him less. Yeah, because that's Elijah true. Wood is cute. He's not cute. He's, he's cute. He's he's super beta, and I'm not saying like I'm an alpha, but dude, I just look at him and I, I'm like, you smell like feminine. Yeah, but what? Okay, <laughs> what's wrong with that? Nothing. The sound of your piss hitting the toilet <laughs> is feminine. Yes, <laughs> that's from the other guys. It, it, uh. he, he's annoyingly. It, it's just annoying. Is it? Well, you want him to change his whole self? Yes. yes. I hate you both, Elijah Wood. <laughs> you come home with me. I'll grow put you a, in my pocket. And I, I have no room to talk on this, but grow a fucking beard, Elijah. Jesus he can't. Christ! You know, 
He's the only Neither guy. Can I, but at least I got some facial hair. He's the only guy that's 40 years old and he looks like he's 12. Yeah. He's going to age well. I mean, Smeagol punched that You two are going to age bitch. like shit, so. Oh, that's true. I'm already aging like a fine wine. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, after this known for Sin City. You know, fine wine tastes like dirt, so. <laughs> Happy Feet and Wilfred. I will. I do respect Wilfred. Wilfred was a good show on FX. <laughs> I wanted to watch that. It was good. It, it, you never uh, seen it? it was it's too right short. up your alley. I saw a couple episodes, but. The Australian guy who dresses up as the dog's fucking hilarious. <laughs> He's so good. Uh, Charlie. Hunt him. Before this, I do not remember him. Keenan, maybe you remember him. Cold Mountain. Yep. Yeah, he's the uh, I did like not the young this. shitty guy. I, I love that. That's movie. actually that's the exact credit is young shitty guy. <laughs> that's yes, that's what it is. He uh, he kills some people. Young shitty guy who kills some people. Yeah. After this, known for Children of Men, didn't remember him in that. The Pacific Rim franchise, Sons of Anarchy, of course. That's what made. I mean, that's what made Charlie, Charlie Hunnam. Hunnam. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sons of Anarchy, King Arthur, didn't see it, got terrible reviews. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Got terrible We reviews. could do it on this podcast, They were supposed honestly. to make a fucking I like period franchise pieces. out of it. I wish they would have. I did, too. I mean, yeah. And I that's the one that Guy Ritchie pieces, did. But it's real No, no, no. We discussed this. It wasn't Guy Ritchie. No. Yes, or it was? it was. Guy Ritchie, okay. we thought it was, I thought it was Robin Hood. It wasn't. He did, no, he did Lord of the Rings. Or, or not, I mean, King, King Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Guy, over the place. Guy Ritchie doing Lord of the Rings would be That would be sweet. Awesome. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, he was also in Papillon, Triple Frontier, underrated good movie. It's on Netflix. Watch it. It's awesome. I've wanted to watch Papillon, too. Uh, I, I know the story of Papillon. I don't need to see another movie about Papillon. Yeah. I and, like Rami Malek, though. I do like Rami Malek. He's in it. And then The Gentleman, which is low-key, also a very underrated movie. Fucking, I think it's really good. Re- I think it might be Guy Ritchie's best movie. I won't go that far. I know. I, it's it's kind of a bold statement. Yeah. I, I still like Snatch better, but. Well, you and me both, buddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Bazinga! Woo! All right, let's do net worth. Elijah Wood. Two chains. Uh, oh, we're only doing the two of them. Yeah, just the two. Oh, okay. Uh, since we, I've kind of reduced the amount of. Uh, <clears throat> there's only two really important cast members in this movie, sure. and I reduced the amount because we do the the current events up front. So okay. I'm not pretty trying much, to make it a two hour podcast. Much everyone else in the movie is a semi unknown. So yeah, yeah, like a bit player. Uh, Elijah Woods. He probably got a lot of money. Uh, yeah, well, I'll guess 30 mil. Okay. 72. 20 million. He is worth much more than that. I would have thought so it's with the L-O-T-R franchise. Yeah, but, but those were 20 years ago. They, God damn, they were. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Like Almost. we said, he's just kind of a little bitch. Yeah. They know, yeah. Mr. Frodo. He doesn't deserve more than 20 million. Yeah, come on, man. A of all, you guys keep saying Mr. Frodo, but that. That's that actually Samwise Gamgee. That says that. I know, yeah, but I'm just yeah, saying his no, name. Yeah. His yeah, name Mr. He is Mr. Frodo. Samwise is kind of, he's he's definitely less of a bitch. Potatoes. Potatoes. But uh, we can all agree, I think, that Smeagol is the alpha in that, oh, yeah. <laughs> in that trio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no. Smeagol is a beta. Is a beta. Gollum is the alpha. Sorry, Gollum. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot. Foursome. <laughs> foursome? Who's the fourth? Smeagol and Gollum are one oh, person. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying who's the fourth. Two personalities. Okay. Charlie Hunnam. Uh, I'm going to go with 30 again. Okay. 17. Also 20. 
Wildly right. undervalued. I agree. I completely agree. Charlie. Wildly undervalued. And I think I think he's going to get his because he's a fantastic actor. Except when he plays American people, his American accent is garbage. See, I, I Sons of Anarchy was great. I think it's good in Sons. I have more of a problem watching him not do an American accent. Seems fake to me. But like, it's funny because he did Cockney pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. Like when he's this talking with his normal talks. accent, I'm like, that just doesn't look right to me. No, I found out in uh, via interviews, his real accent is the one he uses in The Gentleman. Right, and that seems like he's doing it seems a like dumb it's fucking accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it seems fake. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? It's 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 his accent is much more posh than it is Cockney. Like it's it's very uh, it's that's not common, as they would say. Yeah, it's, uh, by they I mean British people. I like the Cockney accent. It's the best. Like if I was, I think the the posh British accent sucks. I think it's fucking awful. I love Cockney accents. It's the fucking best. I mean, it sounds like they want to fight. It doesn't matter what they're saying. It just sounds like they want to fight. It's the best. I love it. On to Specs and Deets. Yes, indeed. Runtime was 109 minutes. Could have been 10 minutes less. Mm-hmm. They could have cut out 10 minutes. They could have cut out some of the... Yeah, I agree. With uh, bitchy Elijah Wood. I guess he got his comeuppance with his douchey roommate at the end of the movie, but like he still doesn't seem like a badass He's there. a Van Holder, Keenan. Yeah, the Van Holden or whatever yeah, the fuck. Or whatever his name is. I'm in a meeting. And he's like there, and he's like, ah, you said you would hook me up. I don't know. He just seemed like such a little bitch. I well, hate. He was the playing it up at the end. It's also uh, not his ticket back to Harvard. Like he, he only had two months before he graduated. Like, what is he going to do? Be like, hey, Dean, here's a recording of me. Can I graduate? Probably. <laughs> That's what I would do. Well, maybe. Uh, budget, not listed. I looked for like 20 minutes on the internet. It's not listed anywhere. It opened at $48,000. It grossed 347000 domestically, $3.8 million globally. Damn. $48,000. I mean, it's an, it's an indie film, I think. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, yeah. The fact that it made $3 million worldwide is I, I don't. Good. I don't know how to judge it because I don't have a budget. Exactly. Spun off some sequels and some knockoffs <laughs> and shit like that. Green Street Hooligans 2. Stand your ground. It's <laughs> yeah. fucking stupid. I'm not watching it. I'm not going to watch it. I won't ever. I won't either. If Charlie Hunnam's not in it, I don't want it. Exactly. It's not the same characters. It's it basically a completely different movie. They just put the title on it. it that's it. Um, Plot keywords. Number one, male bonding. Yep. Number two, hooliganism. Love it. Number three, beer. Number four, violence. Number five, brutal violence. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen Rise of the Foot Soldier? No. It came out like two years after this. It's based on a true story, but it is about the inner city firm, which was the real West Ham United firm. The GSE? Yeah, uh, back in the day. And it is much more violent than this movie. But it's, I think it's much better than this movie. What's it, it called? It's not as whimsical at all. It's kind of dark and fucked up, and there's some serious brutal murders at the end. Oh, but so this one had some pretty. This, yeah, this. Yeah, Rise of the Foot were Soldier way is. more intense than this, back, especially like back in the late '80s, early '90s. You oh. should watch Rise of the Foot Soldier. Uh, text that to me so I remember. I actually do want to watch that. It's like the rated R version of this. It's really this good. is in fact rated R. Well, and then Nine, it's like and the, the MC17 version. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's more hardcore than this one is. Fuck, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Um taglines. The first one I love, or sorry, the first one I absolutely despise and hate. The second one I absolutely love. First one is I feel like he says the same thing every week. <laughs> yeah. That's not true. That's not true at all. 
I'm going to go back and get some clips. Uh, the first one is stand your ground. Stupid. Dumb. Fuck it. It's awful. But they say it a lot of times in the movie. I know, but that does just because it's stupid. I don't like it. Not when you're with us. Not when you're with us. You stand, you your, stand ground. your ground and fight. Uh, that the was second, Australian. I did. I did. Make a movie. Make, make good songs, songs and fight around the world. world. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> Russell Crowe. That's the best. Good for him. Oh, I could. Uh, today I'm going to fight cancer, but I couldn't <laughs> find cancer, so I'm going to fight this man with cancer. <laughs> That's the best. Uh, the second tagline is When the whistles blow, the blood will flow. I don't know about that. That's one awesome. I don't know about that one either. Mm, I have uh, statistical or strategic problems with that one. Why? Because when the whistle blows, the game is on. The game's over too when the whistle blows. Yeah, but the blood flows after they leave the state. There's just a big period of time between the whistle blowing and the blood flowing, okay? No, Not back you're, to back. you're wrong. It's, it's fucking perfect. When you hear the whistle blowing, blood, it's going to start flowing. There you go. I like Dinah, won't you blow your horn? You guys exhaust me. Uh, that, yeah, that's accurate. <clears throat> and now it's time for the Canopsis. Please give us your Canopsis, Cannabis Keenan. Unique New York. Unique New York. <coughs> All right, here we go. Matt Buckner is kicked out of Harvard after taking the fall for his trust fund roommate's cocaine problem. That sends Frodo across the pond where he falls in with the Green Street Elite the firm for the West Ham United Football Club. So don't be a struggling runt, blow some bubbles, and put a kettle on for the Green Street Hooligans. Put a cuppa. Would you like it? Put a, put a cuppa on. Get a cuppa. Very nice, Keenan. That was very good. Yeah, little Frodo, little bitch. He's, 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 I hate Tobin Maguire more, but not by much. Yeah, Toby, yeah. I think... I never liked Toby Maguire, but after finding out Michael Sarah was based off of him in Molly's game, that just I submitted hate it for me. Because yeah. he's such a little bitch, but he thinks he's fucking he's also like an evil person. Yeah. I fucking hate Toby Maguire. I go on record saying it. Put it out there. Toby, if you watch this, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Toby. You should have done it to that camera. Really. I know I fucked up. I was oh, looking well. at the monitor. Fuck you. Fuck you, Toby Maguire. Yeah, you have rocking to come on the pod anytime though and defend yourself. Yeah, but I will tell you. Cool. I will tell you to fuck yourself. Yeah, but if we do Spider Man, I'm sure he's pretty used you know? to it. I don't know, man. He doesn't act like it. What's up with the dance scene for the emo Spider Man in Spider Man Three? What's up with that, Toby? What's up with just being a total fucking piece of shit douchebag? <laughs> I just that's what I want to know. What's up with your haircut, Mister McGuire? <sighs> Idiot. <laughs> All right, I kind of have the same haircut he did, but whatever. Yeah, you look way better though. Yeah, fuck you, Toby. <laughs> Moving on to the real buzz rundown. So. Let's, uh, uh, you guys go ahead amongst yourselves. Uh, who wants to start and I'll sprinkle it? Well, I don't have too much, so I'll just, let me get mine out of the way. Here sure, absolutely, quick. yeah. Um, so I already brought up Rise of the Foot Soldier, but I saw that before I saw this, which I think was kind of a mistake because this, like I said, just seems like the... It was disappointing. It was the toned down version of that. Um, okay. But once I did watch this movie for the first time, I, I really am a fan of the story. The first time it caught me off guard that the major was his brother-in-law. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's well, a nice reveal. It's well, like a twist a little bit. Yeah. This was only my second time seeing it. So watching it this time, I like... You knew, I, you knew yeah, it was Yeah, they the major. foreshadowed it yeah. much more. I should have picked up on it. But uh, yeah, I, I, all around, I thought it was good. Um, I've been trying to stream this movie for 
years. You can't find it anywhere. We and should it, say it is rent it. it's free on YouTube. That's how we watched Somehow it. Somehow it's just free I on YouTube. I own it on DVD. Yeah, it's just bootlegged, though, yeah. on YouTube. So like whatever. Like a good quality bootleg. Though. Yeah, I mean, yeah it, it was good. I couldn't get it above 720p, but it was still doable. That's, Sometimes yeah. it would buffer, and I'd be like, eh, but whatever. Did I you, was watching it for free. Did you watch with closed captions? I did, and they were fucking terrible. Awful. <laughs> they got, like, every third word right. Yeah. Yeah, I turned them off. Trying to do the slang and stuff like that, it was just so bad. At one time, he's like, you all right, bruv? And on the thing, it said, like, five. Yeah. <laughs> I was no, like, wait, what? <laughs> whatever whatever algorithm or program they use to generate their closed captions. Was not meant for Cockney. Does not speak yeah. Cockney. Does yeah. not even come close. They just, they, not even close. Yeah, so the subtitles were pretty much trash. Garbage. Yeah, not worth <laughs> having on at all. Didn't help. But, um, so recently I also watched Band of Brothers for, like, the 15th time. It's a great fucking series. And there's two, so the major. It's the Saving Private Ryan of, of. Television. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Um, but there's two characters that are just kind of side characters from that show in this movie. Uh, the Major yep. plays Albert Blythe, who's just like a little bitch. And His name's Stephen something. I, he's actually a pretty well-known British actor. He's in a lot of British yeah, stuff. Yeah, and he's his character in Band of Brothers is like a little bitch. Not to say, I mean, he's based off a real person that went through some hard times, you know, Normandy and shit like yeah, that. He's but not he Elijah like, Wood or Tobey Maguire. Right, he has yeah. like temporary blindness. Blindness, and he gets shot in the neck, and like it's actually real sad. Jesus Story Christ! Yeah, it, well, yeah, I know. Yeah. And then uh, the buddy who's in the gang, that's like the pilot or whatever. Yeah, uh, he plays Liebgott, who is like a main character in Band of Brothers. Uh, yep. So it was cool seeing them. I, I had never seen either of them in anything else. I don't think. I forgot so. that it's Liebgott. It's Liebgott, yeah. I totally forgot. Off of the pilot thing, I love that all these people had, like, totes normal jobs. Like, Charlie Hunnam was a teacher, and that guy was a pilot. And like, There's no... I, I have this later, but there's absolutely no way a pilot would be able to keep his job. First of all, if you're a pilot, you're really not supposed to drink. Period. Right, and then go out and just get in fucking Fights. brawls. Yeah, like, he's showing up, he's like... I got. I'm just coming to fly the plane, but he's got like fucking black eyes and just his face is swollen. Somehow like, his face never got fucked up in the movie, though. You know, text that face for his job. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, and also shout out to Rafe Spall, who's in this movie. He's another guy that's just in their posse. He's Who one of he? their guys. Uh, but he's in some Shaun of the Dead movies. He's like in all of the Three Flavors <laughs> Cornetto movies. So it's funny you mentioned Shaun of the Dead. I watched it three nights ago. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, hot fuck. Uh, I watched Hot Fuzz like two weeks ago, and that a classic. I, I watch all three a of classic. those movies once a year. They're they're fantastic. Um, I really like The World's End too. World's End might all, be my all favorite three of them. I World's End. Yeah. My least favorite is Hot Fuzz, but it's still really good. It is, yeah. But um, God I think damn. that's the longest one. I just like the last thirty minutes of Hot Fuzz. <laughs> it's hilarious. Simon Pegg is legit a genius. He's so funny. Yeah. Him and I follow him and Edgar Wright both on Twitter. Edgar Wright's the director of those yeah. movies, and yeah, they're both just fucking. It's weird because cinephiles. He, and he nails this perfect dynamic of it's clearly comedy, but he also captures actual emotion within the comedy. Like it's so weird. It, it's actually and it's actually it's not just dumb humor. No, like, the it, stories are actually really. The stories good. Stories are really yeah. good. It, that so Simon Pegg, you're, he's wasting his time with these Mission Impossible roles. He should be doing more. Of, oh, I love him as Benji. I know, but he has so much more to give than just that. But I mean, like he also chooses the roles. Well, yeah. and those roles, uh, I assume, took pay a, a lot. He more. took a bit role in the new Star Wars trilogy to yeah. like be completely not even him. He's like in a suit. Yeah, no, he just voices. Way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I liked him in a uh, Star Trek as Scotty. Oh, he's great, Scotty. Yeah. And Paul, I think, is an underrated movie. I thought Paul was funny. I've only seen it once, but I thought it was funny. I think that's. I think it's funny. Definitely the worst trilogy, of but... the of the movies he's done. 
Is that through Seth Rogen is voicing the yeah. alien? Yeah. It's it's okay. It's him and Nick Frost. It's not part of that Three Flavors Cornetto trilogy. Thing, and it's but. also fantastic. He and Nick Frost have such great chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nick Frost also so really funny. worth following on Instagram. <laughs> I will do that. Yeah. I like Nick Frost. He cooks a lot of English food that makes me like, oh, that looks fucking disgusting. But, you know. English, it's, it's weird. Their breakfast, they have baked beans with their eggs. Yeah. And it's like, ugh. Beans on toast. And and tomatoes. So And I, uh, blood pudding. Sam ugh. was going to come over and watch this movie, and I was like, I'll cook you dinner. And I looked up British recipes, and I was like, well, I'm not cooking I'm you not British cooking stuff. No. <laughs> yeah, not, not that shit. Not known for their cuisine. <laughs> so much... So many British foods have the word pie in it, but then it's like a meat and kidney pie or something, and it's like, that's not what makes me think of pie. Or like a bone marrow custard or some bullshit. I'm like, well, that doesn't seem to go together. All you need to do is watch Sweeney Todd to know that fucking British food sucks. Right. I well, and that I've, is not I've watched the Great British Bake Off, and some of the shit they make on there, it's like, well, why would you eat that? That show's legit good. Like, it I, is good. I, I'm not a cooking show guy, but like that show's legit good. Yeah, it is. And it's like wholesome. Yeah. It's, British people are the best. They're the best. I, I'm obsessed with British people. If I could move there, we, I would have gone absolutely. off the rails, friends. I know. We've, but we've in, a heartbeat, I would, in a heartbeat, I would absolutely move to the UK in a I heartbeat. I would too. Uh, yes, leaving America would not be the worst. And this is the reason why. Because my next note here, because they walk around and they say stuff like, fuck off, you struggling runt. <laughs> Meaning cunt. Yeah. You know? Struggling runt, because it rhymes with cunt. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 I'm picking up on the. Well, Rhyming? The bees and the honey, money. Yeah. Mickey Mouse house. Give us the fucking bees. Uh, if we don't do this, we'll be in a spot of Barney. Barney, Barney Rubble. Rubble. Trouble. <laughs> that's actually from Oceans. Yeah, that's but Ocean, it's still but good. But it's really good. Yeah, that's how I learned Cockney from movies like this. Um, so yeah, that's all good stuff. The Tommy Hatcher character, he doesn't fuck around. Dude, that guy is intense. Yeah, that guy. Got his own kid killed and then wanted to blame everyone around him. So That's absolutely I have, true. I have mad problems with well, that guy. Of course. Yeah. That's like Charlie Hunnam says. We didn't kill your kid. You killed you your did. kid. Yeah. Who brings a 12-year-old to a fucking gang fight? A, a, a real man. Well, and he says that he used to brag about how he brought him Trained up him like, like a, a pit bull. bull. It's like, ugh. Dude, that's a terrible thing so, to say about raising your child. It's like, it's like. Uh, Especially when you're bringing him to a gang fight. Yeah, it's like Firms, Ken says. They're not gangs. <laughs> Ken says I'm trying it in to equate it for the, the, the normal Americans who watch our podcast. Okay. The only thing that's going to change is you're going to have more cunt fucking kids. And that kid, I guarantee yes. you that kid was a cunt fucking kid. Oh, he looked like one. Yeah. No offense, but you're a cunt. <laughs> you've always been a you're cunt. You've always been a cunt. You're always going to be a cunt. All you're going to do is have more cunt fucking kids. You leave my cunt fucking kids out of this. But that kid was a cunt fucking kid. You could just tell. Oh, yeah. You he could just tell. So I didn't feel bad. What I did feel bad for was when they do that flashback scene and they put the wigs on the major and Tommy Hatcher He's to try best. to make them seem oh younger. Oh, my God. I'm like, so what is, glad you noticed you this. It, they basically showed a flashback <laughs> via a mullet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Both <laughs> of them the just best. had the same wig, colored differently, yeah. but it was like the same hairstyle. And it was a terrible hairstyle. It oh, looks so, so bad. Terrible. I, 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 awesome. I never understand that. A lot of movies do that, where if they're flashing back and using the they same character, just yeah. give them longer just, hair. Just, just put a wig on. Yeah, that'll make them look younger. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. So that was fucking And a stupid. jean jacket. Um, longer hair and yeah, a jean yeah, jacket. Yeah, jacket. Yeah, jean jacket. Yes. Um, and then just the last couple notes that I have, uh, Elijah Wood... We've already talked about him being a little bitch, but yeah. here's here's my his uh, acting is it's not even good in this movie. It's bad. His acting is oh, it's, is objectively it's bad. So when he gets to England, right, and he starts going to the 
soccer games. When he and gets stuff to Jolly like O. But then he falls in with him. He gets in the fight, and you're supposed to see that he's made a turn to be a badass. And what do they do to show that? He starts smoking cigarettes. Yep. And he just, he, the whole time he's smoking cigarettes, he doesn't look comfortable. Uh, like, he doesn't look like a natural He smoker. just turns into Charlie Hunnam. He starts yeah. dressing like him. He starts smoking. He's it's it's He starts kind of using these um, British phrases with an American accent that sounds so awkward. Yeah. It, it's terrible. And then his dad shows up, and he's, like, out to lunch with his dad. His dad sucks. And his dad's like, well, why didn't you try to ca- call me? And he's like, I'm tired of having a relationship with your voicemail, dad. dad. And it's just like, oh, my God, you're yeah. a 13-year-old a rich, emo little bitch. Such a rich boy thing to say. I know. Yeah. It's just like his, he was at Harvard, and he's like, oh, yeah, the dad. It's like, dude, you're doing fine. Like, I think so. In turning into Charlie Hunnam, I think that's the part of the movie. Like he got kicked out of Harvard and had no idea who he was or what he was doing. His whole identity was being the journalism major to follow in his dad's footsteps. And a once that fucking Jano. Yeah. Once that was gone, he kind of clung to the next thing that was around him and sort semi-functional. Yeah, I get it because it was the first time he actually saw someone with some masculine tendencies like oh i like this and like yeah i would totally glob onto charlie hunnam too i mean i would too but not for the same reasons <laughs> also we need to talk about this real quick do you have anything else uh no just that he's a little bitch and the throat stab for the major is pretty brutal uh, but I'm, sure he'll get into it. I'm glad that it's su- i'm glad the major survives because he has a kid and wife mm-hmm. and sucks that charlie hunnam dies spoiler alert um because fucking beat to death yeah, it's pretty brutal. It's, it's very brutal. Uh, and can we all agree that Charlie Hunnam in this movie has the swaggiest walk of all time? Ugh. Oh, my God. But, I mean, that, I think that's just how he walks. Because you watch him in Sons of Anarchy. That's no, no, no. How no. He, walks. he absolutely made it a point to, like, inject. But he does do that more. in Sons, too. Dude, I, I wish I could walk like I, that. I think that's just like, how he walks. It's the best. When I was watching Sons. Ha- his dick is that big. I know. When I was watching Sons back in the day, like, I would walk around campus because I was in college, and I'd walk around campus trying to do the Charlie Hunnam The walk, thing is, you, know? you can't fake it. You either have it no, or you don't. You either have it or you don't, yeah. And he fucking has it. He's, he's yeah. just cool. He's it's just the cool. The biggest dick energy I've he ever felt it, is Charlie Hunnam walking in this movie. Oh, my God. Can we talk about the toxic masculinity real quick? Yeah, I wrote that down when I was trying. I'm like, is this movie of toxic masculinity? I'm like, so, it clearly it does. Uh, the major got stabbed in the throat because the one guy was sad that Charlie Hunnam got another friend. Pretty much. My friend has another friend. Bobber. Bava. Bava. He doesn't. Yeah, and it's from the second you see Bobber, it's like he's, yeah, throwing a little bitch fit. Like, no, oh, cool. Because Charlie Hunnam got another friend. He's clearly a highly insecure person. Yeah. But, like, you're so insecure that you go to your brother who you know wants to kill these people. Tell them where he is. Wait, his brother? Yeah. Bobber's brother is the guy in, from Millwall? Yeah. I don't think they're, it's his brother. I don't think it's his brother. I think they, he just calls him bruv and stuff yeah, like bruv. that. Yeah, bruv. Hi, bruv. I don't think it's his actual brother. My son? He also calls him his son. Yeah. But then how would they even be, like, why would they be? No, I, th- it's no, it's a legitimate question because I think, I, I don't understand why it's all melancholy and rides his super bike down I, to Millwall. It just hangs Millwall out. Millwall is the biggest, like, rival firm. No, I know, I know. But so like, he's just trying to betray it. But he's being so. Um, Tommy Atcha, he's the top lad. Tommy Atcha, he's, but he's being so, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fuck. I hate it when this happens. Passive aggressive. He's being so passive aggressive about it. He's just riding his little bike all the way to Millwall. He's like, oh, I'm just going to sit in this pub. I'm going to sit in this cafe. I know what Tommy Atcher goes to and eat my beans and my eggs and wait for him to walk in. Bed. Oh, well, fuck me, my son. Look who's here. Like, that's literally what happens. Yeah. 
And then he beats the shit out of that guy. Your bird has been lapping on the whole fucking time. And this is your fucking fault. In his defense, that dumb broad would not shut up. Right, but the guy should have been like, listen, bitch. That's Tommy fucking Hatcher. Exactly. (laughs) I don't care if you're laughing and stuff. I'm not trying to get my face beat down on this goddamn table. We can make up later, but listen, bitch, you gotta shut the fuck up. (laughs) This is a sociopath. Or just get up and walk the fuck out of there. Are you gonna talk to me like that? Yes, I absolutely am. This man will kill me. After the first warning, I'm just going, yes, Mr. Hatcher, never mind. And I'm getting up and walking the fuck out. Absolutely. I'm like, oh, yep, my bad. We're out. Because obviously this man is a deranged sociopath. Yeah, he's like the... uh, And I think they just assumed they were brothers because, like, why else would they have any type of relationship at all? Well, because they're rival firms. Yeah, but they don't... That Why wouldn't you just kill him on sight then? Well, because he's probably interested as to why he's there. Like, clearly, it's it's like he's sending a message just sitting in his cafe. Like, he's there for a reason. And this was my problem with Bob. Yeah, because the first time he goes over there... My he doesn't have the balls to friend. say anything to Tommy Hatcher about it. He just goes and gets punked out, pretty much. Don't you ignore me, you cunt. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you are. You went there to betray. Just go ahead and betray. And then he comes back uh, when they're in the bar or whatever. Like, I don't my know. favorite is, like, he's been taking notes. And he's like, that's my journal. Had his yeah. forever. I'm just keep, keeping a diary my whole life. They do kind of really... Go off on the fact that he, oh, he studied journalism. He's a fucking undercover journal. It's like, no, he's just, he that's studied where, journalism. And that's where he has a diary. He and fucked if up. he was a journalist, and, but he's not writing about you, who cares? Well, he was in the diary. Well, no, I just meant like in general. If there, if he's not publishing articles about you, who cares? Definitely overreaction. But yeah. he could have, like when Charlie Hunnam asked him, well, what'd you study? He could have been like journalism. I got kicked the fuck out. Fuck journalism. You know what? And you guys all hate him too, so fuck it. Whatever. My dad's a journalist. He's a dick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he could have done that. Should have just been honest. No, it's not how it's not how movies work. I also can't think of a dumber conversation than discussing which sport is more boring, baseball or soccer. Oh, They're it's baseball. Both fucking boring. No, soccer's awesome. Yeah, if running gets you going, yeah, soccer's great. But like, I if you like track, hot dudes and nice butts get me going. So soccer. Uh, yeah, okay, that's fair. I love baseball. I love baseball, too, So actually. boring. You know what's nice about soccer? No commercial breaks. One commercial break. I agree with that time. part. I do love that part. I don't soccer. enjoy the fact that they count down instead of up. It's fucking... They count up instead no, of they, down. Right. Yeah, they, they count, count up, up instead of down. It's really fucking confusing. And it's it's like, because we can add extra time. Yeah, I know. That's also confusing. Why not just be normal and take timeouts or whatever? Or when it goes out of bounds or whatever. I learned this from Ted Lasso. It's not out of bounds. It's... Uh, now, this is worthless because I can't remember what it is. Out of play? No. It's something weird. I need to get Apple TV uh, just to watch Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso's fucking incredible. I think my parents have watched it like four times. It's the like I'm again. <laughs> I've been watching all this stuff around soccer. I don't like soccer at all. I love this movie and I love Ted Lasso. I feel like if I took you to a game, you'd be totes into it. No, 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 man. Uh, maybe I've never been to an actual match. I watch on TV like during World Cup no, and stuff like that. You it's can't boring. Watch it on TV fuck, and dude. be like, uh, I can literally, I can have my own teams. On TV and just be like cleaning or doing dishes because it's right there. You know, I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember that girl from Belgium that I kind of dated for a summer because she was a foreign exchange student? Sure. That sounds vaguely familiar. It was the, la- it was, it was the last I remember. She was in, huge into World Cup and I was like, yeah, me too. Totally. Because I'm like, I just wanted to. You're get- like, I'm going to get laid. Exactly. She's 100% correct. I started watching it in 06 when Zinedine Zidane fucking headbutted that dude it's in the World Z's. Cup file. Their Zin- final Zinedine, Zinedine, yeah. Zinedine Zidane? Yeah, he just straight up headbutted this dude in the chest. That's yeah, pretty he got, dope. He got red carded. Yeah. That's pretty dope. He got kicked out. 
That's yeah. awesome. Good for him. Uh, there's a guy who plays for one of the premier. I don't remember which premier team he plays for now, but he bit a dude's ear off. Oh, he tysoned him. They're in gameplay. So, is was this the team they supported? United. Are, West Ham United. Don't what, say United because United is Manchester United. They call him United, but it's West. West West Ham. West Ham United. Is it a Premier League team? It is. Uh, have they been relegated? They haven't. They're fifth in the. I Premier didn't know League what relegated right was till I watched Ted Lasso. It's basically two leagues. I know what it is. The good guys and the not so good guys. Yeah, uh, there's there's even more than the two because Sunderland. Yeah. There's a good deck documentary series on Netflix called Sunderland Till I Die. Till I Die. Yep. And it's worth watching. They get ended up getting re- relegated to the second league, and then so bad they got kicked to down the to third the third. League. Ooh. But they're they like, worked their way back up. It'd be almost like if, like in baseball, if like. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, not the Red Sox or major Yankees, league team went down like, like single. If the Dodgers got yeah. booted down to double A or some shit. I think all leagues everywhere should work like that because that makes people try harder. I yeah. I will say, man, I I can't remember if I've mentioned this or not. I absolutely adore everything surrounding the sport of soccer. <laughs> I think you've said that you've once said or twice. That a few times. I'm gonna say it again. The songs are great. I want to I want to bring back like fight songs into American professional sports. I can think of nothing more fun. Than getting around a bunch of real fanatic drunks and singing a song pertaining to my team. The entire game. We do that for 90 minutes. It's the best. That sounds so fucking I'm awesome. I'm telling you, you I'd hammered. take you and you would have fun. Yeah, it, sporting games are a lot of fun. Because it's not just one section of fanatics, the whole stadium sings. Yeah, that's and the does best. The songs like, and claps and chants. When, when Bava is getting all drenched in the fucking beer and he's just, that's, that looks awesome. Yeah, the pre match, like the, the pubs pre-match and then they just get hammered drunk in the morning and then just walk in the middle of the street with all of them down to the fucking stadium that looks awesome like See, the best way to spend a saturday morning part, yes. the worst part of american soccer football whatever you'd like to call it is that none of our stadiums are that i mean there's a couple but none of our stadiums are that accessible like there's not like like where the where Ke- sporting's stadium is yeah it's like oh i'm gonna get tanked at the applebee's and walked over no over at the legends yeah that's another no. thing i want i want like smaller very intimate kind of pubs dedicated to just a team like the the chiefs are too big i guess but yeah i would love it like if we just had our own like a club it's but like, like in, so in portland yeah. their stadium is a retrofitted old like minor league baseball stadium right in the city there's a pub is there a pub like in right next to it that's so awesome we got we no literally other pub. drank that's, eh, that's fucking not, garbage not the don't same. ever say that shit again <laughs> it's a sporting pub that place is a garbage place it's not i, I don't think of sporting when i, I, don't, go know if, I don't know if i go to say it's a garbage place it's, it's fun a, it's a bar it's got shuffleboard and bowling place. and stuff yeah it's got lots of it's, it's not it doesn't capture like the intimate cl- club setting that a lot of these english pubs do and i last time i was in london i went to a few of these pubs they're really cool. I man. went to one in Ireland, and I'm like, "This is what I want." It's not. They're old school. There's not like TVs everywhere. It it seems like kind of old school, very old. I can't quite explain it. You get a Scotch egg; it's delicious. Don't get the mustard though. The mustard's really fucking spicy, man. There's so back in the day, w- before don't order peas because they're mushed. Before uh, sporting was at. Probably before sporting was even a thing, but when the Legends, which is an area in Kansas, which is where sporting plays, when the Legends was first made, there was an Irish restaurant out there that was like just a house that they mm-hmm. you would the walk in and it was like yeah. a fucking old school English or Irish pub, I guess. That would be fucking sweet. That went out of business Dude, years ago, I but it would have been sweet UK. if that would have still been there. Then you would have got drunk, walked over to the stadium, 
But I think they tore it down to make the stadium or something. I also it's would like, like to area. set the record straight. Uh, we have had a professional soccer team since 1995. Yeah, the right, Wiz. But they used to be out at Arrowhead. Yeah, they, they weren't well, at they the were act- they were actually at Community America when the Legends opened. The Wizards. Yeah, well, point is, they weren't at Legends when this Irish place was there. Yeah, that's. I just. I really wish. I really wish we could capture at least some of that kind of that culture that the UK has in regards to their teams, their pubs. It's, it's all kind of interconnected here. It's like Without Caitlin the pubs, said. We've got that. Uh, you, the, it's only in the stadium, though. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, know. we've got a big tailgate, and you walk from the tailgate, but... Dude, I'm obsessed with the UK. I would move there in a minute. Would I fight some fans from other teams? Absolutely. Oh, I, I wouldn't. I'm a terrible fighter. I learned that in, like, fourth grade. I'm very scary, so... <laughs> You'd be like Elijah Wood throwing the fist. Throwing I will say, when he yeah. starts throwing the punches, I did laugh at that. <laughs> I was funny. like, you're such a little bitch. And then but they give him they shit. Give yeah. shit for it. <laughs> do you see him fro- throwing the punches? Bit feminine. Bit, fem- yeah. Bit feminine. Bit gay. Bit gay. Uh, so like a couple gay boys. In uh, t- uh, Back to Elijah Wood. So originally... Jake Gyllenhaal was supposed to be cast in his role. Oh, he would have been oh. terrible. He would have been so much no, better. He would have been so much better. He would have been so much better. No, we need that Jake wimpy Jeezy. feel. We need the wimpy feel of someone who's going to idolize Charlie Hunnam. Jake Gyllenhaal would not idolize Charlie Hunnam. He's just so much of a better actor, though. I know. I, Jake Gyllenhaal would have made this needed. movie like, skyrocket. It's it would have been awesome. not what we needed. Gyllenhaal Street Hooligans is what it would have been called. <laughs> the, Gyllenhaal, uh, the Gyllenhaal Street Elite. Yeah. That's stupid. <laughs> GSA, bro. Uh, the closeness between Matt and Pete is definitely a little forced. Like they, he, like Pete goes from wanting absolutely nothing to do with him to being his best friend in like a day and a half. Well, because he fought and didn't run off. It kind of starts before that. Not really. I mean, he, he stays over at his house. Uh, wait, hold on. Man. No, that's they go to the game that day, and he gets chased from the game by those three fans. Yeah. Okay. So, like, they get in a scrap the first day they know each other, and Elijah Wood doesn't run away, and he gets right up in the fight with him. That's bonding. That's male bonding. Yeah, it is. It is. It's male bonding, which is why that's one of the... uh, One of the taglines. I I wrote down... Keywords, I mean. This was the drunk. I wrote down, does this movie promote and glorify toxic masculinity? And then I wrote, Calvin will hate that I even asked this question. (laughs) You have to be here to hate that question. Such a stupid question, dude. So stupid. No. (laughs) <laughs> I have a couple exactly like Calvin. Yeah. I have Just a couple so great stupid. points. Oh, please. You guys Go ahead. Um, if I knew that there was a giant fight coming, had a baby, and my brother disappeared. I wouldn't drive him. I wouldn't drive fuck my him. baby to the fight. Yeah, no. Like you're on your own. You're an adult. Go go get in that fight, friend. So, I'm not driving my baby there when I know Objectively for a terrible fact mother decision. That that dude literally stabbed my husband in the throat the night before. Pretty bad. And I, I also have what a problem. What does she think is going to happen? They will Wood. kill a baby. Yeah, but then Elijah Wood seeing her and being like, oh, sweet, we're fucking saved. Oh, come on, let's get him in there. And it's like, no, tell her to go the, get fuck, the fuck away. Out. Which yeah. is what then Charlie tells him. Right. Yeah. But of course, Elijah's not thinking, oh, they're not going to attack a baby. Because he's still not fully, I mean, like, he's in it, he'll fight, but he's not. These, these people will kill a, a baby. Oh, for sure. They're psychos. I'll eat it. And that's, that's mentioned several times that Tommy Hatcher is an absolute psycho. He's def- he's a they, show, they show it several yeah. times yeah. too. I feel like, and I feel like, are they trying to? When did American Psycho come out? What year? With Christian Bale? Yeah. So late nineties. Okay, the last scene. I maybe I was just too drunk. I felt like they were trying to parody Amer- uh, American Psycho in that final scene before Matt like confronts the cokehead who got him kicked out of Harvard, 
It's just like, well, congrats on the Epstein account, Van Holden. That should be a real nice commish. I'll bet your father's election had nothing to do with it. It just seems like a scene from American Psycho. Well, because all those kids are psychos, too. And then Van Holden immediately goes to the bathroom to use blow. It's American Psycho. Man, not just do some blow, too. Like, he busted out, like, 17 lines on that little thing. It's like, man, you're doing a lot. Maybe a nice mirrored case for it and everything. I'm in a meeting, Buckner. Maybe it's bad shit. Maybe. Uh, probably not, though. Someone sold him some baby powder. Yeah. Yeah. Bake- baking soda or whatever they cut it with. Laxatives. Lax- <laughs> That's so weird. Baby laxatives. Baby laxatives. You Miralax? Here's a powder. That's funny. Yeah, I think I have a couple other things, but I don't think they're worth saying. I think I, we kind of went through everything that I wanted to talk about. I loved watching the ten-year-olds kick Elijah Wood's ass at soccer. I do. That's one thing I did. <laughs> I forget how big those goals are, man. Oh, they're giant. They're giant. It, like most goalies are six-two or over, just because you have to be that tall to reach the top. Yeah, and I also forgot how unathletic fucking Frodo is. He's also <laughs> like five-four. Yeah, he's he's a, does not give him any ability to be a goalie. He's a beta. All right. Why does that matter? It's, it doesn't. Just I'm 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 doing my best you're to not a, be. You're being a toxic. I'm alpha. doing my best. Yeah. Well, what can I say? It's just who I am. I'm a toxic alpha. All right. Do you know what time it is? It's time for tipsy trivia. Scut up, up, but up, but. There you go. I think I'm getting the hang. There you go. I, I think Calvin would approve. He'd have to be here to approve. Uh, well, he listens. This is the portion of the podcast where we have five trivia-based questions uh, from the film. If these two get more than two of the five correct, they don't have to shotgun and I do, and vice versa. But today, this is Tipsy Trivia British Slang Edition. So none of us can cheat because we couldn't have researched beforehand. Yeah, could, yeah, can really cheat. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, ask you what it means when a British person refers to someone or something as this, and then I'm going to give you a contextual sentence so you can have some context, and then you have to guess what they mean. Okay. Okay. So the first one, what does it mean when a British person refers to a female as a a minger? So in context, oh, mate, look at that bloody minger. (laughs) That's not a very good in context. Sorry. I don't give you too much. Minger. I Actually, the whole context thing I just created so I could just read these phrases in British accents. Yeah. 100%. Well, based on the South Park where it's like, oh, Minji, what you doing, <laughs> my Minji? Minge. I'm going to say she's a bit of a shagger or a bit of a loose woman. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, she's attractive, sexy. I, like they want to have sex with her. Both wrong. It's uh, a Minger is an unattractive female. Uh. But like you want to touch a Minge. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't write the definitions. I just read them and then wrote them down. <clears throat> Number two. <laughs> What does it mean? This You guys should know this one. What does it mean when a British person refers to someone as a Muppet? For example, fuck off, you deranged Muppet of a cunt. I mean, this could have so many meanings. Yeah, I, I'm, um, Idiot, moron. Okay. Dumbass. Yeah, I'll, I'll, those are both acceptable answers. Uh, someone who is stupid or gullible and capable of independent thought. Kind of like a Muppet I puppet. no strings you know? to hold me yeah. down. I got no strings. Number three, what does it mean when a British person, You, I guarantee you guys know this one, what does it mean when a British person refers to someone as a slag, for example, Oi, your mom's a proper slag, bruv. Oh, you're such a, a slag. The best you ever had. The best you ever. It's from that song. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like a, a, a bit of a hooker-ish 
Floozy? Both acceptable answers. It's uh, The definition is a whore of the worst kind. Whole All right. life. Number four. Obviously living that whole life. Whole life. This one I find baby, baby. super hilarious, and I think you guys might get it, but maybe not. It's really funny. What is a British person referring to when they say cheese-eating surrender monkeys? For example, Oi, did you see those cheese-eating surrender monkeys? Oh, the French. Yes. <laughs> I'll say the French then. It's really Cheesy. funny. The frogs. The frogs. Oh, it's a frog. Uh, okay. I don't want to say oi before every pretty, single... I got that one pretty quick. Oi, governor. Oh, I gov. Okay. Uh, what is a British person... Number five. What is a British person referring to when they say uh, uphill gardener? So, pretty sure that chat might be an uphill gardener, gov. <laughs> uphill gardener. Yeah. Uh, a homosexual. Homosexual? Yeah, hundred percent. You guys yeah. are both right, hundred percent. Yes. I don't understand how. That Good job. Works, I think you guys got four of the five or three yeah, of the five. I got four. He got three. He just stole my French answer. That's, yeah, good I job. Mean, he didn't give me much time to think about it. He, he, he said yes. I just answered. Well, the the French one, I agree. She, I was just surprised she got it so quickly. So I was like, yeah, this is the French. It's because I'm a woman and we have big brains. I can't think it. Well, technically they're smaller. Uh, I can't think of any. I can guarantee my brain is bigger than yours. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I, but I can't think of a funnier way to describe French people in kind of like cheese eating, cheese eating surrender, surrender monkeys. monkeys. It's objectively really funny. Oh, it's I, I like it. Oh, it's like so it. good. All right. So moving on to drinking buddies. A portion of the podcast where we choose a character, not an actor, but a character from the film that we would get irresponsibly shit-faced, drunk, shy vote, if you will, and I will, with uh, Caitlin. Who's your drinking buddy? It's Pete. Of course. I mean, great choice. It's a great choice. Wait, but is it for the sex? You know it is. Like 50 You know it is! 50-50? I'd also just really like to go to a soccer game with him. And fuck him. You're saying you would not fuck Charlie Hunnam. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not gay. I mean, I uh, I, I touch his I touch his dick. There he is. There he is. Keenan, uh, I'm gonna go with Liebgott. Liebgott's good. I just pilot, yeah. I yeah, just wrote down. He he sounds good. I don't want to be a main solid, guy. You know, solid, I'll just yeah. hang out and drink and go to the games. I said any of the boys in the GSE other than Bover or fucking Elijah Wood. Yeah, I will say Bover. You know his redemption when he comes back. Never could miss a good scrap, huh, Bov? And he's like, and then Charlie Hunnam's like, you want to redeem what you did? Go like, get my fucking sister or whatever. Go yeah. get my family out of and here. And then he runs up and does that and flying, flying jump kick. kick. Boom! Yeah. It is pretty dope. I was like, flying all right, Bobber, kick. I'm back in here, mate. I'm back in. I'm rooting for you, yeah. Bob. That's a, That was a hell of a punch. It was. And when he was, when he was, you know, falling on hard times, drinking the vodka, realized he fucked up and slept, he slept on, the bench, on a bench. And he, the cop wakes him up. He just looks at him, just gets runs. up and just starts running. And there the were a couple Bobber things that made him. me laugh. Why did the cop, just, cop doesn't give a shit. Why did he start running? <laughs> I don't know. Because he wanted? Like, he's probably I, got a warrant out like, for him. Oh, fuck. I've, I've got to get out of here. Oh, he just... is the only one we don't see that has a job. So No, he's he working at a call center at one point. Whenever they're doing the draw, he's like working at a call center. Oh, and he jumps yeah, yeah, on his desk. Right. Yeah, like, when they get Millwall. We haven't played Millwall in 10 years. Um, that was people get killed. Good. Obviously. Yeah. So, I, you know what? Maybe I'll drink with Bobber after the events of this movie when he's got his shit together. Mm, he's probably going to go even best, farther downhill. His best friend just got murdered. Yeah. <laughs> his face, Bobber's face, and I don't mean it's it. A real sad, you. It's, it's a real sad it's, face. It's not a great face. 
<laughs> it's a very British. He's just everything about him, especially at the beginning. So when British. I'm not being funny, he, his face he looks like a cunt when he's when he's being a dick oh, to is. Elijah in the bathroom, and then he goes and like takes his dick out to piss, and it's like he's, he's like, pulling out like a garden hose, <laughs> and then he's like all leaned on the thing, it's, it's just the like smoking the cigarette. It's just like that guy is as British as a fucking cunt. The way Charlie Hunnam walked <laughs> is the way he pulled out his dick <laughs> yeah. to take a piss. He's like, "Fuck you, Yank," and then just watch me get my god nose out and he fucking like the way he leans on that wall and pisses it reminds me of uh nigel from the replacements yeah. it's just like very much about I'm his wiring. dick at that point yeah you big fanny yeah. uh so yeah i i overall i like this movie though i guess we'll get to the ranks but we're getting there so uh rotten tomatoes over under i will set the critics at a 50 percent under yeah i guess under 47 47 percent uh i don't think i wrote this down correctly I'll set the audience at a 90%. Under? I wrote down 97%. That There's can't, no that can't be right. <laughs> Maybe 87. I think it was it was 87. That's okay. what it was. 87%. It's still higher than I expected. A lot of fucking people like this movie. Uh, I like this movie. It's because 12 people have seen it, and we all liked it. It's It's got a little bit of the Boondock Saints vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Not, not the way the movie is, but just like the fan base around it. This yeah. movie is, I think, in a lot of ways, emulates what our podcast is. It's underappreciated. Not a ton of people have seen it, but the people who have really like it. Big in Romania. Yep. Although the woman on the podcast is smarter than the woman in the movie. Claire Forlani. I would never drive with a baby. Yeah. To a okay. Fight. Well, that's to be fair. That's that's one, that is very stupid. But that's the one stupid thing she did. Let me give. Let me say this too. I appreciate that there was no. I mean, I guess there's a little bit of a love story, but really no bullshit yeah, no, love, love story that. in this movie. I love. Yeah. That. Not at they all. didn't try to throw in them fighting over some bed or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Elijah you know? Wood didn't have a love interest. I, I took note of that too. It, yeah. yeah. Fucking. Slag. I guess his love was really with uh, Pete. It was. It's more it of a was. bromance. It's a bromance yeah. story. His love was with Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. I got to go convince the GSE that Bova got it wrong. Yeah. God, I do. I fucking slags, man. I I saw some slags in college, bro. Some real, <laughs> some like some animals, dude. Dude. I'm telling you, dude. Dude. Some like Loch Ness monsters, dude. that he saw some. <laughs> He's not trying to convince us. He's trying to convince himself. Oh no, I'm not convincing. But they were like when I say slack, they were fucking. Uh, they. Yeah, where'd you go to school, dude? They went. They could like where, straight where, from the pound. Where'd you go to school? <laughs> God damn it, Mizzou. Exactly. Oh fuck. Uh, IMDb was. I don't know. Five point seven. Um, close. Yeah, oh, like a five point three or five point four. I say close. You just interchange the number. Seven point five. Oh, oh, that's oh high. okay. Yeah. That is pretty high. Yeah, it is. I, I I think this movie is good. My real buzz ranking uh, rating is a four out of five beers. Yeah, I'll give it a four out of five, and I think I gave it a six point five on IMDb. Yeah, I give it a four out of five beers. Four out of five beers. That. It's uh, it's definitely one that I wish was more readily available to stream. Yeah, it's weird. I don't understand why it's not available on literally any streaming platform. There's a website that I found called Unstreamable, but they only oh, do cool. articles every now and then about things that are unstreamable, but I found it because the movie PCU with Jeremy Piven is now unstreamable. It's a weird movie. What's PCU? I like it a lot. It's a 90s Jeremy Piven movie where he's in college and he Who's plans Jeremy some big Piven? part. What? He's Ari from Entourage. Who's Jeremy okay. Piven? I don't remember um, sometimes. It's, John, it's John Cusack's best friend? Very okay. 90s movie. But I, I hey, love it. I'm not the one who hasn't seen Top Gun. I feel a lot of hostility. Yeah, here. that is weird. You haven't seen Top Gun, Kane. We're doing that next. Yeah, whatever. Dude, you guys see it before the sequel comes out. I went to the 
Danger Zone. See, that's how epic that movie is because you understand that reference and have never seen the film. No, I, do, I, I know it's what happens an, in the movie. an Archer reference. For the most part. I know about the volleyball scene, too. It's Honestly, the yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Literally, the only good scenes are when they're in the airplane. Whoa, 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 whoa. That yeah. is uh, objectively false, the what you're about to say. The terrible. Iceman is like Hate a bad it. guy or something. Not really. It's just a rivalry. We're doing that movie, guys. Let's just save it. We're going to do that Is movie. that next week? Yeah. All right. Stay tuned for next week. I'm going to dress like a pilot. Oh, dude, that's <laughs> yeah. a great idea. I wish I had like, that pilot onesie. Fuck, man. And those those, those shades. Yeah. We should I've got tw- a little stewardess hat. We should wear it. Well, sexist, but I like it. I like where your head's at. <laughs> sexist. But it, it was an outfit for throwback, so sexist is. Beat it, Stu. Stu. Thank you uh, for, for listening to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzz crew. Keenan, take us out. I came out with the mic in my hand. Don't make me leave with my foot in your ass. Be cool. We are the Real Buzz crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. This concludes our broadcast day. Shake it fast, but watch yourself. Shake it fast. Show me what you're working with. Oh, thank you.